Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Create Brevity. This is your host, E-Director. And for this week's episode, I want to discuss what it feels like to get embodied and what it really feels like to see your emotions as a choice. So before we begin, just want to let you know, I do offer one-on-one life coaching and I do offer an amazing blog with more tips, um, more stuff about manifesting and just more stuff about life you know, tips to deal with uh, certain circumstances as you as you guys mosey along. So if you have any questions, also, you can email me on the website at www.createbrevity.com. Okay, so let's go ahead and begin. Um, so like I said, for this week's episode, I want to talk about, you know, getting embodied, what that feels like, and how you when you start practicing you know, conscious creation, manifesting, when you start actually kind of dealing with a lot of the root causes behind your limiting beliefs, you'll sort of start to see your emotions as an option, um, as a choice, okay? So what do I mean about emotions as a choice? So I think a lot of times um, for most of us, and myself included before I began this, this process, I sort of was pulled along by my emotions. So I would, I felt like, like I was being dragged by them left and right. If something good was happening, thank God, you know, because that was going to give me permission to feel good. Like I was going to be allowed to feel good. Okay. And then if something bad happened or if something didn't go my way, which, you know, at the time was more often than not, you know, I felt like this terrible thing had happened and it was just dragging me to hell, right? It was just dragging me around. Um, And I think a lot of us feel that way. A lot of people have this feeling that life is very difficult, you know, and there's only a certain amount of things that they can do about it. And there's only a certain amount of things that they're allowed to do about it. And I want to bring up a previous podcast where we talked about courage, because this is really important. When you start dealing with your limiting beliefs, what you're going to realize is that those are all choices, right? Your perspective, which you think that you have built on experience. So you are like, no, I've had so many things terrible happen to me. Um, I'm just never going to go there again. I'll give you an example of this. Um, I once went to a restaurant and I remember that the service was, it was just terrible. It was terrible. And the food, you know, was terrible. And just the vibe, right, of the restaurant was was bad. And so I equated that restaurant with in a negative way for years. People would say to me, you know, oh, I really like the, that restaurant down the street. And I would, I would go out of my way to talk them out of it, to try to get us to a different location for dinner. Because I, that one experience was so bad, right? And I just, I didn't ever want to go there again. So, come to find years later that um, I got ended up eating some takeout from there, and it was delicious. And I ever and I remember having that conversation with a friend. And she was like, "Yeah, it's from that restaurant that you hate." And I realized that um, a combination of things—the service, the food, and all of those things—it it wasn't really so much that the food was terrible. Okay, it was probably one thing. I probably walked in and maybe something didn't go my way. And ever since that happened, 
That negative circumstance with that one thing going my way, coupled with my already limiting beliefs, okay, about rejection, my general fears, you know, when dealing with the 3D, they manifested, right, this negative experience, this overall negative net negative experience. So that is an assumption, okay? Because a lot of times we think an assumption is like this long-term goal that you have for your life, which they are, don't get me wrong, that's also an assumption. But these little short-term interactions that you have, they're also assumptions, right? And you're gonna start to see assumptions everywhere you go, okay, once you start practicing this. Uh, For example, uh, your mailman delivered the package wrong once or twice. Okay, now he's terrible, right? That's an assumption that you have about him. That's me snapping my fingers, if you can hear that. And from now on, he's just bad at his job. He can't deliver things. Maybe he's a nice guy. You'll even concede that. A real nice guy, terrible at his job, okay? He may have made a, like one mistake, maybe two, okay? But we're preset to remember the negative, okay? And that's what we're wired to kind of think of immediately when we think of an incident or someone, okay? And the thing that's truly sad about it is we forget all the positive experiences. So we forget about all the times that our mailman showed up for us. And in my case, after eating that takeout, okay, I went back to the restaurant and I had an enjoyable time there. The food was still good, okay? But every time I think of the restaurant, to this day, I have a good assumption about it now, of course, but there is still a little piece of me that has that memory. Now I laugh at it, of course. Now it's just become part of the story of the restaurant, but there's still a lingering, oh yeah, that I hated that place for years, right? It pops into my head, okay? And the reason why I bring this up is I'm just letting you know that those are all choices. Whenever we make assumptions about people and, and places and things, we made a choice. We decided that we we're going to start viewing it that way. And again, going back to the experience example, your experiences are all choices, okay? How you choose to remember them, how you choose to feel about them afterward is a choice, okay? And it, the choice is really a good indication of kind of where you are mentally, right? So if you are still kind of viewing yourself in as a little bit of a victim, okay, as someone who's just pulled along by circumstances, then it's going to be easier for you to view things as well, I, I can't do anything about that. I can't change my mind. I had a terrible time there, so I have to judge it this way. I don't have a choice, right? But the truth is you always do. And when you start getting embodied, uh, we, we've talked about this in many podcasts, but that's really releasing the tension in your body. That's really understanding that your feelings, okay, they're coming up for you to let go. They're coming up so that you know that this is bothering you, okay? And this is something you need to work on. This is something you need to get a little bit, what's the word? A little bit more calloused, right? About. It's a, it's a topic that's, that's chafing you. It's, it's irritating you, right? It's triggering you. And you need to look into it. It's letting you know. It's just like a pain in your body, right? When, I, when you like accidentally kind of stab yourself with the end of a a piece of paper and you get a little paper cut it really really hurts and it's just reminding you hey like this hurts this is this is a tender spot take a look at it put some antiseptic on it put a band-aid on it right be gentle with it you know that's all your feelings are doing for you about any particular subject that you may be having okay and if you find that they're you know 
unbearable or it's like a tide that's just taking you out to sea, that's when you have to understand that you need to start dealing with your feelings, okay? So that's getting embodied. It's feeling it in your body. It's releasing it, okay? And as you do that and as you start dealing with your limiting beliefs, because what you're going to find is every single time you get triggered, it's attached to a core sort of limiting belief, right? You can kind of think about it like a little chart, okay? You have your, most people have two, three limiting beliefs. You could, of course, have more. It's up to the person. But most people have a base limiting belief that's at the top, right? Okay? And then all the other little triggered incidents, they have like little lines coming from the core belief. Okay? So once you go from your feeling, that little ickiness in your stomach, or in my case, it's this tension in the back of my neck and my shoulders. I can feel it in my collarbone. Right? Like I can feel my my shoulders being raised up. Okay? My breathing starts to change. Okay? And once you start taking that all the way back up to the root cause you'll really start to see, you know what? My feelings, my perspectives, they are a choice. I am choosing right now, okay, to get swept away by my emotions. I can control them, okay? And to get to the point where you can control them, you do have to release them, okay? Especially if you're being, if you feel overwhelmed by them. And that can mean many things. Some people... They like to actually work out, you know, draining the emotions physically, making themselves physically tired, okay? Some people like to cry it out, okay? I'm a, I am like to cry. I'm, I'm someone that cries it out, okay? Um, but once you drain yourself of that, then what's going to happen is you're going to be able to start seeing things a little bit more clearly, okay? And you're going to start seeing the choices, okay? And once you've drained enough and you've drained enough, okay? You're going to start to go, you know what, I know that if I, if I listen to this song right now, it's going to take me back to that. I'm, I'm not going to listen to it right now, okay? Doesn't it make me a weak person, okay? I just, this isn't for me at the moment, okay? I'm going to pivot. Or you know what, that was really irritating. That made me mad, okay? But it's one thing out of a thousand good things. I'm going to focus on the good, Okay? Or, you know, if you're actively manifesting something into your life, I'm going to focus on the goal, right? I'm going to focus on what it would feel like to have my goal. I'm going to focus on my dreams, okay? And that's where I'm going to pivot. You're going to be able to make that choice, but you have to kind of drain yourself of those feelings first. And for a lot of people, it's, it can be very painful, right? Because our emotions, are like I, like I said, they're supposed to be right? You are supposed to have a death of feeling about certain things because again, it's letting you know that this is a psychological weak spot, okay? That you need to take a look at, you need to deal with. So they can very well be painful at times. So what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to, every time you get triggered, you're going to want to kind of retrace your steps, okay? Kind of relax your body, retrace your steps, okay? And kind of really look at the core fear, And then understand that that fear is real, okay? For example, I have a fear of of rejection. I have a fear of, um, what's the the right word for it? It's uh, of not being able to meet every single need sometimes, including my own, okay? And, And in that kind of situation, 
I take it all the way back and I realize that that core feeling that I'm fearing is fear. I'm scared in that moment. I feel scared, right? Now, the thing is, that is not me, okay? My feelings and my thoughts, you know, they kind of, they're kind of in a circle loop together. They're, they're looped together. They're just there to let me know that this is a weak spot, okay? They're just there to let me know that this is something I have to deal with, like a pebble in my shoe. But I can take the pebble out, okay? And life will get smoothed over and I, I can keep going. Okay, it is my choice, okay? The pebble in my shoe, right? That weak spot that doesn't define you and it's not 100% me, right? So I, that's a really important thing to consider just to remember that. These are things that are coming up to let you know who you are, okay? Not telling you that you have to stay like that forever or you have to feel like that forever or think like this forever. It's just letting you know this is bothering you. It's bothering you a lot. So please deal with me. Please look at me. Okay? Don't shove me away. Right? That's what it's doing. Mm. And once you start kind of seeing those lines, it gets easier and easier to kind of make the choice to pivot. Okay? Because this is practice. Most of us are not ingrained with this knowledge. We're just not. In fact, if anything, most people have some pretty negative experiences in life that have really set them up to focus on negative things first. Not to mention evolution, okay, just the way that our brains have evolved. You know, at, at a certain point in time, focusing on the negative was a positive thing because it kept you alive, you know? Focusing on, oh, last time I walked by that cave and there was a woolly mammoth there. So this time I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to walk by a cave. It's that same instinct, okay? That, that sort of animal instinct, right? But nevertheless, in this case, it's not serving you, okay? And you need to remind yourself that you're safe, okay? Just check yourself and go, oh, you know what? This isn't a woolly mammoth, okay? I'm making a, I'm literally making a mountain out of a molehill, okay? It's okay. I can... I'm all right, okay? I'm gonna keep it going. You know, I'm gonna focus on the good things. I know that my manifestation is mine. I know that my life goals are mine, that they belong to me, okay? And the rest of it, it's just my fear, okay? And for some people, you know, it, it might not be fear. They might have anger, okay? You might feel some anger. And ask yourself, why am I feeling angry? And it will go to, again, a root cause. And you take it all the way back up to that root cause. You, you can trace it all the way up there. And you remind yourself of that. And when you start doing that, okay, not only are you dealing with your emotions, but your limiting beliefs, they naturally sort of get looked at. Because now you're going to your core fears, your core, the core anger, right? You're going to those root beliefs anyway. And as you start to examine them more and more, you do realize that your perspective is changing, okay? Because it's kind of like, you know, um, so many funny sketches about this, but when you get a text message from a friend, you don't know really, you don't have them kind of around to read it to you. So the, you don't know what the tone is. And if you put a negative tone on all your text messages, okay, then suddenly they're belittling suddenly they're rude, suddenly they're, you know, 
they're just mean sometimes, right? But if you know, oh, you know what? Barbara is a good person. We always joke around like this. It's not that big of a deal. This is a, a meme. Okay, this is an inside joke that we have. Then suddenly everything kind of shifts perspective, okay? So you can kind of kind of look at it that way, right? You're choosing how to look at it, okay? Based on what you know, okay? And in this case, when you manifest, you know, when you're using the law of assumption, okay? What you're doing is you're remembering the end, okay? You're choosing to see someone. For example, if you're manifesting a specific person, you're choosing to see them as the end product, regardless of what's happening in front of you, okay? So if you get an annoying text from your specific person, okay, you need to decide that you want the vision of them that you have, that 4G vision of them more than you want to get annoyed, okay, by the text message, right? It's a choice, okay? And if you've been practicing, you know, getting embodied and you've been tracing your triggers, okay, to the root cause, then it becomes easier to go, you know what, whatever. This probably is not even about me, okay? This is probably just old self-concept stuff, maybe. Whatever, you can put whatever label on it that you want, okay? I'm just gonna focus on the person that I know this person is, okay? The 4G version, okay? This is gonna get smoothed out, everything works out, that's why I'm, I'm going to focus on that, okay? Whatever. Now, that doesn't mean that in when you get the text message and it makes you angry or it's offensive or it is rude, it actually is rude, okay? Because that, of course, does happen, you know? It doesn't mean that you can't react to it or that you can't even have a negative reaction to it. No. But it's just that you're understanding that it's a choice for you. The text message is not making you do anything, right? Your irritation in that moment is not making you do anything, okay? You are deciding, you know what? This is really rude and I'm gonna say something about it, okay? And you're gonna find that even when you do do boundaries or you do decide to express your feelings, it's done in a way that is understandable and much more palatable, not only to the other person, but to yourself, okay? Because I don't know about you, but for me, you know, uh, this is another fear that I have. I sometimes fear being completely out of control, right? And I don't like what other people around me have exhibited that behavior, and it's not something that I want to model, okay? So I have a fear like, oh, I don't want it to be too much, you know? But what I find is when I deal with the fact that that is a fear, okay? So doing nothing is not the answer, okay? I can balance myself naturally. I can temper my reactions naturally when I have to, okay? And I also find that it makes me less afraid of reacting in the moment, right? Because I just trust myself. I trust that things are gonna be okay. And when I do react, like I said, it's not completely out of control, but it's a good amount of, this is exactly how I'm feeling and this is not acceptable. So I still have, I still have feeling when I put my boundaries down, okay? But I'm not wildly out of control. I'm not making a scene or anything like that, which is my fear, which does speak to my fear, okay? It's just, which is not someone that I want to be. And any time that I've gotten close to that, yes, like, of course, the other people, they may be horrified, but I'm also horrified with myself, and that's an experience that I want to have, right? 
And if you do find that you have had moments where you've been out of control, okay, and you look back at them, don't be embarrassed by them, okay, don't feel bad about them. That is a perfect example, okay, of you being swept away. So you can look towards that. You know, sometimes we we try to only remember the good parts, right? Whenever we use anchoring memories, we want to go towards a good anchor, a memory that is positive and happy. Those are good too. But sometimes knowing, you know, this is exactly how my body felt when I was angry and I was unleashing myself on someone, okay? And that's how it felt. That can also kind of work too, because if you find yourself approaching that flashpoint, you can kind of go, wait a minute, this is a choice. Do I want to go there or do I want to take a, take a beat and, and really kind of drain a little bit of this anger, drain a little bit of this energy and make a different choice, okay? And so that can kind of anchor you as well. So don't be embarrassed about it, okay? That was before you probably knew as much as you did now, okay? And odds are, like I said, there will be plenty of times in your life where people will do things, okay, or circumstances will pop up that you genuinely are not wrong in having emotions about and and getting into your feelings about, okay? So odds are, you know, the other person deserved it or... The situation deserved it. It's just that it didn't make you feel good, okay? So that's what we're working on, okay? So don't make it about other people because remember, manifesting is about you, okay? Having life goals are about meeting your life goals, okay? So today was a little bit of a longer one. I hope it helps. And like I said, um, just always remember that it's a choice. The way that you're looking at the situation is a choice. Your feelings themselves are a choice. And be easy on yourselves because it's practice, okay? It takes a while to start seeing the patterns. It takes a while to start understanding, okay, that this is what you're doing anytime you get triggered. And, And understand that these are not habits that you formed over a day, okay? So it's probably going to take a little bit more than a day for you to unform them as well. But the more you practice, the easier it gets, okay? The less you're going to have to be swayed by your feelings, okay? And that feels amazing, okay? Having control of your thoughts and your feelings is amazing. And I know every single one of you guys listening, I know you guys are capable of it. So thanks so much. Love and light and have a great day.